Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hey. So... A few weeks ago, was that a few weeks ago, we did the episode on the preppy murder. Yeah. And we mentioned in that episode, the PSA, it's 10 o'clock, do you know where your children are? (laughs) A classic PSA. We talked about it on that. Haunting. Yeah. Really scary. I've thought about it several times since then. Like now it's back in my brain. It legitimately scared me as a child. So... I thought it would be fun to go back and, and, and talk about some of the best PSAs from the 80s and 90s. Some of these are starring major celebrities and some are just iconic in different ways. There's a lot of PSAs in the 80s and 90s and most of them are anti-drug. I feel like we don't have these PSAs anymore. Don't correct me if I'm wrong, but we don't. I'm sorry. I don't think in the way we did. They were rampant. I don't rampant. really watch TV, like a, like I only stream mostly. But they were rampant in the 80s and 90s, and some of them were absolutely horrifying. And of course, I don't know if you have it on the list, but I'll tell you my favorite anti-drug PSA later. Okay. Well, we'll go through the After list. After we go through your list. But let me just tell you, Desi, up top, I'm, I have goosebumps thinking about hearing about these PSAs right now. <laughs> This is they're like, pretty wild, and all of these are available on YouTube, so you can find them. Whatever I'm talking about, go listen to it, because seeing them is just next level. I was obsessed with PSAs when I was a kid, because they. I knew, I was like, this is fucking weird. This is like they the era de- of Just Say No and Dare. But like, some of them were demented. Oh, Desi. yeah. There are some very demented. Now, I'm not going to go into these, but two of the biggest ones are probably like, This Is Your Brain on Drugs. That's like a classic. Do you know that one? Of course. And then the one uh, where the dad busts his kid doing drugs and asks him where he learned that. And the kid's like, I learned it from watching you, dad. That's what I tell my mother when she complains about me saying the F word. Yeah. I say that line all the time. And sometimes to stone faces. Like they don't, they don't know what I'm referencing. <laughs> That's always sad because it's such a good PSA. It's great. And the dad has quite a look. Like he's, go and watch it. He's been pwned. <laughs> that guy... He has like the curly hair of like a welcome back Cotter and like a mustache. He's and you're a, like, you like know that guy does rail like lines. He's <laughs> a very 80s dad. Yeah. Now, the first um, PSA I'm going to talk about stars the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And this is an anti drug PSA. Do you I, know this one? Of course. <laughs> now, in this one, it opens up with a 10 year old trying to sell perfectly rolled joints to what looks like a six-year-old boy they're in there by the rock the lockers so he says to him like hey do you want some pot that's marijuana like the drug dealer the 10-year-old drug dealer like explains pot to him then he starts really bullying this kid and he starts going bok bok chicken bok 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 you're a chicken bok 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 you're a chicken because he doesn't want to buy the drugs then it cuts to the teenage mutant 
Mutant Ninja <laughs> the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on a television and lots of little kids are watching them on television and it's literally like hey kids what should Jimmy do and the kids are giving suggestions and like get a teacher and then <laughs> I don't I don't know which turtle this was let's say it's Raphael wait what color <laughs> oh I, I don't I didn't write it down Desi I'm sorry so, so one of the kids says get a teacher and they're like that's good and then one of the turtles says get a pizza <laughs> That must have been Michelangelo who said that. Okay, is he the one who loves pizza the most? Well, he was my favorite turtle. He was like a little bit of a fuck up. Okay, so he was being a little goofy. He was the orange bandana. Uh, I thought that was really funny. Um, They also recommend that Jimmy just get away. And that's obviously, you know, what he should do. So then the turtles are like, let's see what he does. Yeah, don't narc to a teacher. Yeah, so they... Go back to the scene where the guy's still going buck, buck, chicken. The little boy says to him, I'm not a chicken. You're a turkey. Ah. (laughs) He got him. He got him. He owned him. He got him good. Now the commercial ends with the turtles saying, the turtles, the turtles saying, drug dealers are dorks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I just love like, Drug dealers are dorks. It's just it's not incredible. True. Yeah. Now, I think we might have mentioned this one on maybe the episode we did on Pee Wee, but Pee Wee Herman is a very iconic anti-drug ad. I did read that this was penance for him getting busted jerking off. No, like, it wasn't because this came out in the mid That's what I thought. So this article was wrong. This is a very historically inaccurate article. Right. But the I watched the ad. So all of my commentary is based on the actual ad. That's what I thought. I was like, no, he did this before. Like six years before. And that was my impression too because I don't think he did peewee anymore after that character. Mm-hmm. I mean, after that bust. Right? Yeah, because the bust happened in like 91 or something. Right. So it opens with very dark and ominous music. He says, this is crack. No, he says, this is crack. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to do an impression of Pee Wee Herman. This this is crack. (laughs) And then he says, rock cocaine. And he's doing it in Pee Wee Herman voice and costume. Yes. It isn't glamorous or cool um, he, you know, he tells you it's addictive cocaine and it will kill you. And what's really bad is no one knows how much it takes. <laughs> Every time you take it, you risk dying. But you also risk having a great time. <laughs> it isn't worth it. And then he's like, look, everyone wants to be cool, but doing it with crack isn't just wrong. It's dead wrong. Now, then the commercial has like a heartbeat getting louder. <laughs> Like you just did crack and you're not, your heart's about to explode. They also, I think that's a great touch, but they also should have had the choo-choo train sound because when you take a hit of crack, it's like a train coming. Oh, really? I've never done crack. Email me if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, now, in a similar vein, there's a commercial that's from the exact same company who did those PSAs with Pee Wee and it's with Clint Eastwood. Have you seen this one? No. Okay. Exact same setting. He's in a dark room. The ominous music comes. He's sitting in a chair and he says, see this cute little vial here? (laughs) 
he's holding a little glass vial of crack <gasps> cocaine. Or maybe it was rock candy for the commercial. I don't know. I would be so afraid if Clint Eastwood was scolding me about doing drugs. I'm scared of yeah, him. Yeah, it was much scarier than the um, Pee Wee Herman one. He said, it's crack cocaine. He's crack, rock cocaine, the most addictive form. And then he says such an iconic line. I and had the to CIA <laughs> put it into our urban I had to, areas of America. I had to pause the the video after he said this line because I needed to get it exactly right. He said, "You think it's the glamour drug of the eighties? <laughs> Nobody thought crack was the glamour drug of the eighties. I think he thought people were confusing it with co- cocaine, which was clearly the glamour drug. Of, I just like that cocaine was being described as the glamour drug of the eighties. Like it's not that; it's crack cocaine. Right? It's not we, cocaine. Look, we all like doing cocaine. Yeah. And he's like, then he says, and this is one of the first times I've heard this, this term used. Now it's on the internet a lot in a sarcastic or sort of pushy way. Uh, He's like, so listen to this friendly little reminder. So it's like an early um, scoldy friendly reminder message. Friendly reminder. Crack cocaine is not the glamour drug of the eighties. We do powder (laughs) cocaine because it's for rich people. So this obviously can kill you. Uh, much like Pee Wee's ad, if you got to die for something, this sure as hell ain't it. If you got to die for something, <laughs> die for the powder cocaine. Exactly. The high-end stuff. Now, this also ends with the heartbeat and the ominous music. You uh, can get the heartbeat from powder cocaine too, you know. That's what I was thinking because that's how Len Bias, like the basketball player, died from cocaine. I mean, I was scared of cocaine because I knew people who died. I've overdosed on powder cocaine before. Yeah. Now, this isn't... This is an ad, I think it's like even before my time, but I knew the ad. Like it was one of those ones that played forever and it looked like it was from the 60s or something. Oh, is this <laughs> the one We Are Not Candy? Yes. <laughs> you might know it from the Buster Rhymes song, <laughs> Dangerous. <laughs> Do you know it from that song? Uh, that's not That's not where I know the PSA from. Okay. So... This song I used to sing a lot as a kid. Like, I could not get it out of my head. They were using this ad for 30 years. Didn't it look like it was from, like, the fucking 50s? Like, it played before a drive-in movie or something? Yes. So it's like these little blue cartoon pills. When you're watching it, you feel like you're on drugs because it's fucking insane. And they start singing a song, this is serious. We could make you delirious. (laughs) Like, it's... It's like that kind of thing. And then at some point they say, we're not candy, (laughs) even though we may look fine and dandy. (laughs) It's basically telling kids not to eat drugs. It made me want to eat drugs when I saw this ad because it's like, oh, they do look like candy. (laughs) They look fun. I hadn't even thought of that being candy before. Right. Uh, Yeah. Although I will say I did love that purple grape flavored children's Tylenol when I was a kid. I liked um, St. Joseph's baby aspirin. I would like a dessert flavored, like I would like actual candy or some kind of dessert that's flavored like that purple grape. The cough syrup or Dimatap? It was like the little chewable pills, but it was a similar flavor. I did like the Dimatap too. The grape was good. Look, this is how I knew I was going to grow up to be a a junkie is because I loved all of these medicines and I wanted more. I liked the grape Dimatap. I think it was Dimatap. I liked the um, chewable baby aspirin. (laughs) (laughs) That orangish flavor. Yes. And I also, this is gross, but I kind of liked the taste of Pepto-Bismol. Oh, yeah. That shit slapped. <laughs> that is the 
such a good. I remember it used to be so excited to get some <laughs> Me Pepto. <too. laughs> I was like, it, was all, it was kind of chalky. Oh. <laughs> It was like a liquid uh, Necco wafer. There was like, yeah, it had like a weird old candy, like good and plenty. We're it demented. Was like barely, kind of licorice anise, yeah. kind of <laughs> like what? It had an anise flavor. <laughs> Me as a kid. Ooh, <laughs> this is a hint of anise. Is this in an oak barrel? <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Now, this is another sort of weird one. It, this is like one of the PSAs where it's like on the set and then off camera. Oh, yeah. I love those So ones. this one stars um, Nancy Allen and Peter Weller from RoboCop. So it starts with a scene with RoboCop where she's like, what's bugging you? I mean, she says his name, but she's like, what's bugging you, RoboCop? I don't know RoboCop's name. I've never seen RoboCop. Have I you? I uh, Do not at me. <laughs> Uh, what's bugging you, RoboCop? <laughs> and he said, he looked at her and he said, drugs bug me. <laughs> then it cuts to the guy who plays RoboCop in his like director's chair backstage. Like, I like that the director's like, that's not the line. Let's take a break. <laughs> like, they were acting like they were doing a scene in the movie. And to be honest, maybe that is a scene in the movie. I have no idea. Right, we wouldn't know. So he goes back. Stage, we're talking to him now for real. He says, How do you keep away from drugs? They're everywhere, <laughs> sometimes even at home. <laughs> I lost it for that one. I was like, Yeah, that's where they all were. <laughs> for me, I didn't have to leave the house to get drugs. They were on the Coca Cola tray <laughs> on my coffee table <laughs> in plain sight. <laughs> Did I ever tell you how I brought 
don't do drug pamphlets home yes. and pass them out. Yes. Yeah, I was like the anti-drug narc growing up. I mean, for like a brief well, session. Because your parents were blatantly doing it in the Yeah, open. I was like, uh, hello. <laughs> There's <laughs> a you, thing called dare. <laughs> haven't you heard this is bad? Like, I remember one of my friends, like, because back in the 90s, like, a lot of people st- still smoke cigarettes. Oh, and, yeah. Like, I, and like, you would even have people's parents who still smoke cigarettes, people smoke in their house, like whatever. It was like, oh, yeah. Way more common, obviously. Totally. Like, even though we, everyone knew it was bad. But I remember, like, I had a friend who, as a kid, like, her dad smoked and she would, like, throw his cigarettes out sometime and he Ooh. would get really mad. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he goes on to say that there's one place where there's no crack and no smack. And this was an ad for the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> That's where you can go. No crack, no smack. Now, I had a vague memory of this one. It's really creepy. This one was called, or it's referred to as the Snake Man ad. Do you remember this one? I know this one. So this is basically like this drug dealer is on the seat. He's talking, I'm I'm on the the street. He's talking to um, us. He's talking to the camera as if we're the little boy he's talking to. He's saying things like, hey, man, hey, uh, get your parents out of the room. (laughs) Why like, get the parents? Because he's like, I'm talking to you now. Hey, make sure your parents are out of the room. I'm about to tell you something. Oh. Like he's talking to us through the TV screen, kind of. Oh. You know who I am? I'm Snake. Like so, he acts like Snake is his like drug dealer name. I'm dealing in weed, but coke. he morphs into a snake. Yes. So the whole time he's talking, like so now he's normal. I'm dealing weed, coke, crack. Uh, he's like. He says things like, drugs will make you lie and cheat your homeboy, but that's the price that you pay when you want to deal with dudes like me. So he kind of started saying the messages that he's bad, and that's when he starts changing into a snake. So it's slowly, he's in the shadows. He's like, I'm dealing in poison. And then he comes into the light, and he says, do I look like a guy that would do that to a kid like you? And now he's really like a snake. But it actually looks like like an alien from like V. Or something. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it's like a weird it's snake. It's not really a snake. And then uh and then as a snake, like when he says that, do I look like I'd do that to a kid like you? He says, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the, that's how it ended. Here's the message that we got growing up in the eighties and nineties about drugs. We they were we were made to believe that we would just be offered free drugs all the time. I never got offered drugs like this. No drug dealer is coming up to a complete stranger on a street and offering them drugs. That does not happen. Right. Especially like in the ads, they're always like elementary school children. Always. Yeah. First of all, even to get a new drug dealer is like, it's, it's, it's a fucking production. As an adult, I remember having trouble. You got to know somebody. (laughs) Like, he doesn't trust, you know, there is a whole level of trust you have to build with someone before they sell you drugs. Right. No, it's crazy. I remember seeing things like this and actually being, like, scared. Like, ooh, like, what? Like, is that going to happen? Like, some (laughs) weird guy in a leather jacket's going to come up to me on the street? Or being afraid of peer pressure, which I think we had this conversation before. Like, just being like, people are going to pressure me. It's going to be intense no, and I'm not going to be able to handle it. People aren't, don't want to fucking share their drugs that they don't have to. Right. Now, this next ad, I think it was like a local Philly PSA. So it was a smaller uh, market, but it had a 
big star for me, <laughs> the wrestling coming back here, and that's Captain Lou Albano. Now, if you don't know Captain Lou Albano, he's like a wrestling superstar. I think he was more famous as a manager. Uh, you might also know him as Cindy Lauper's dad and the girls just want to have fun video. Uh, he was in that. He kind of has like rubber bands on his face. <laughs> Then you have like rubber bands. I, I have like a vague memory of that. He's kind of a mess. Now he's in this ad. He's like a big Italian guy with a beard and a mustache, a really round face. And he's wearing a Super Mario Brothers hat, like a red cap with a big M on it. And he is launches into this drug PSA. He says, anyone who uses drugs is not your friend. Drugs kill Drugs kill you, right? A very classic thing. Now he takes his end of the um, the end of the PSA message to new heights for me, <laughs> and I actually it's my favorite drug message of all time. He says, "If you do do drugs, you're going to hell before you die." <laughs> <laughs> the way he said it is so funny. I laughed out loud, like. I don't even know, like, I was like, damn, like, calm the fuck down, Captain Lou. Like, that's aggressive. Yeah. And then he ends, he says something that intense and he goes, he's like, please. <laughs> he, <laughs> like, he, he does says, it with please. a plaintive. Yeah. He's like, please. Like, this, like, kind of plaintive, you know, right. plea. The next one was pretty funny. And this was for a program called Rad. Do you remember Rad? I think so. Rad was rock against drugs. Like rock music? So there was a lot of famous rock and pop musicians making these anti-drug ads, which is a pretty hilarious combination. Yeah. Now, one of the biggest hypocrites (laughs) doing these ads, and I love her, is Belinda Carlisle. So first of all, I have to set this scene for you. She's on the beach... Lying on the sand, wearing like what the fuck, Romy? <laughs> and Romy's like snorting as she chews her. I know that cat sound. That my cat will go on my shoulder while I'm lying down and start grooming himself. That in my ear, and I'm like, that is the grossest fucking sound. She's that, like slurping on her asshole right now. It's like that. Yeah, like that's that, what she's nang, doing. Nang, yeah, that's what she's doing on right her now. asshole. Nice. Okay, so so she's on the beach on the sand. And she's wearing like the largest blazer, like Steve Harvey level (laughs) blazer. Like it's five times the size of her. Yeah. So she has a dress or something underneath, but it's like this massive blazer. She's on the sand. She walks around the beach and then she's back on the sand when we start. She says, I used to do drugs. (laughs) I just want to set that. Her, of her own admission, she's in the midst of a cocaine addiction while she's filming this. She had like a 30-year cocaine addiction. Yeah. So she's, and she talks about it a lot. She's filming this while she's in the midst of a cocaine addiction. Right. Like she says it. She's like, I used to do drugs. One morning I looked in the mirror and said, you look frightening. I got so sick of it, so I quit. And now life's a beach. <laughs> and she throws her arms up and says, life's a beach, like the drunkest person I've ever seen. <laughs> like the way she does it is so unconvincing. Like life, I was like, girl, like how much, like how did, like why, who made you do this? This like, is the saddest story of all time. It was so weird. And she's so fun and cool. Like the whole thing was like, this is not her idea. Like right. even if she's like, you know, obviously wanted to get sober at some point, you could just tell she's like, ah, I'm not this person who does these fucking drug PSAs. Like, but yeah, it's so weird. So definitely look for that one. There was a um, weird Corey Feldman one. The only 
<laughs> the only reason I want to bring it up because it was like weird is at some point he's also talking about crack cocaine. These are all like crack cocaine ads basically or PSAs. At some point he's like, and he's like young here. He's probably like under 20, like a very, like still like a teen, maybe even under yeah. 18. And he says something like, I'm really concerned about the effect crack is having on our society. <laughs> but the way he says it is just like, so a child actor, but it's yeah. such a funny line. I was just like, oh, you're probably doing drugs right now too. Now I did see one anti-smoking one. This one was, okay, this ad reminded me of one of my arch enemies of childhood, a character I've always hated and thought was a huge narc. And Who? that is C-3PO. What? Yeah. That guy's such a little bitch. <laughs> Anark. He's so annoying. He's always there telling you the rules. <laughs> was he in an anti-smoking ad? Yes, and you can guess who was being the, the narc in the ad. It was C3PO. <laughs> so C3PO is at his like thing with all the knobs, like do 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 like the computer system, yes. right? Pushing buttons. <laughs> then he starts smelling smokes. Smoke. And he thinks something's on fire because, you know, he always goes to an 11. He panics. (laughs) He panics. He starts looking around. He sees R2-D2 around the corner and he's like, R2, you're on fire. But when we get closer, (gasps) R2-D2 is holding a cigarette. (laughs) Dude, the image of R2-D2 holding a cigarette. Honestly, I was like, you're so cool. That was the coolest I ever saw R2. Yeah. I didn't even know he had an arm, but he has, he had like an arm with like two metal uh, fingers holding a cigarette. Amazing. It looked so cool. So he, R2 DJ says something like, and then, and then C3, C3PO says, I don't think smoking is grown up at all. So I was like, I guess R2 T2 was like, I think it looks really grown up. your fucking problem is like that's what i had to translate r2d2's beeps but it's like that's what he said he's like uh i look really cool bitch <laughs> um and then um c3po says smoking is bad not only for your lungs but for your heart and then r2t2 says boop, 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 boop. And he's like yes that's true we don't have hearts but we're trying to set a good example what yeah so obviously r2d2 was like we don't have hearts you fucking whiny bitch. (laughs) So, um, at some point, uh, C3PO, this is like a classic PSA moment or like, um, very special episode moment. They're having their little thing. We should set a good example. R2D2 puts the cigarette out and then C3PO says, Oh, hello. Like he just noticed we were watching this scene (laughs) and he's like, Oh, hello. Break the fourth wall. Uh, they have a little PSA about, um, smoking, and then C- the thing ends with them walking off together. And C three PO says, "Do you really think I don't have a heart?" <laughs> Aww. So it's kind of a cute little ending. Uh, I do like R two D two. Now I have one more uh, drug one, and this was the image of this one is called the ad is called Cost of Drugs, and the visual on this is just a woman with like red nagel lips. And a nose. Red what? Nagel, like Patrick Nagel, those prints. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she has like red lips perfectly like drawn on and her nose. And it says, the the opening line made me laugh out loud. 
Uh, so, so she's doing cocaine, and every time she sniffs, she sniffs an item, right? Oh, yeah. So the first one is one gram costs as much as a boom box. <laughs> I remember this one. And so, so a boom box goes under her nose, and she sniffs the boom box up her nose like it's cocaine. Three grams is a TV. Seven grams is a trip to Paris. A gram a week for a year is a new car. And the car literally looked like a piece of shit Yugo. Do you remember Yugos? That was probably like something you don't remember. In the 90s, there was like this really cheap car you could buy for like $2,000 <laughs> and it was made in Yugoslavia <laughs> and it was called a Yugo and obviously it, it was like a piece of shit that like, but like, I, I don't, I don't remember what it was, but I think they literally would light on fire at some point. Right. So they got like banned, but they had like this little moment. It was kind of like a uh, tofuti. Like they had their brief <laughs> moment. <laughs> it had their brief moment in the sun before people were like, this sucks. <laughs> You didn't have a lot of vegan options in the grocery no, store. No, but you remember Tofuti? Of course. Everyone was acting like it was literally, like, you know, they like, we have so much now, but back in the day when something came out like that, it was the hit of the land. Of course. <laughs> Everyone went ape shit for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Tofuti, dude, I, I remember my mom bringing Tofuti and I was like, no, like, <laughs> I was like, that's, I'm not fucking eating that. <laughs> it's tofu. I don't care what you call it with the Udi. <laughs> Dude, we for sure had some tofuti happening in the house. Tof- I even remember like fucking ice cream, sa- like tri- being tricked because she like took the box out. So they're yeah. just in the paper. It was like a tofuti. And I was like, I could tell. <laughs> Mint chip fucking tofuti. <laughs> I hated the tofuti, but I did like rice dream ice cream bar. Rice dream's a little better. I tend to like, like I like the coconut milk ice cream too yeah like that's fine for me but yeah i never liked the tofu but back in the 90s the rice dream ice cream pops they don't make these anymore oh, yeah. those were good those fucking slapped because they were probably like all corn syrup they were good i think the thing is sometimes in the 90s the healthy stuff could be good because they had shit loads of sugar and other right. bad stuff so yeah. they weren't like healthy really right, right. uh they were just vegan or something uh, so yeah, she just keeps snorting shit up her nose. It had a real bitches be shopping vibe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like if she's not doing this, she's just spending money on other shit, which to my mind was like, well, who cares what she's wasting money on? Like, right. who needs a boom box? What is she going to be walking around with a boom box? Like- <laughs> now I saved my favorite for last. And you have to know that this has to do with molestation. <laughs> this ad is insane to me. Like, I could not believe anyone thought it was a good idea. It's about being molested. What era is this? 80s or 90s? Uh, It might be late 80s because the person who stars in this ad is He-Man. Oh, (laughs) my God. Okay, so it's He-Man and She-Ra. I don't remember this. Did you remember this from your childhood? No, I don't think I ever saw it, but maybe I did see it and, like, I was still in a regressive mode (laughs) where I didn't want to admit things that happened to me. I, I, I don't remember it though. Like, oh I my don't God. remember it. Oh okay, so the ad opens on Shira and He Man, uh, and Shira Shira says, "I want to talk to you about something that is very personal: your body." And then He Man says, "It's your body, and no one should touch you in a way that you feel is wrong." Then Orca comes in. <laughs> Do you remember Orca? Yes. So Orca's like this little flying ghost with a hat. Yes. And he has a his face is like black in shadow, like so you only see like his eyes, right? Like 
he's like this little flying ghost and you can't it's kind of like um Oh, who am I thinking of? Isn't there a character on the Adam Stanley like that? No, okay. So he's just flying around. He's like the he's like the character they brought on to save the show after like a few seasons when people are like like when they brought on cousin Oliver on the yeah, Brady yeah. Bunch. It's like let's get Scrappy Doo or Orca <laughs> and try to make the show cool again. He flies in and he's like he starts punching the air like nobody touches my body. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone tries, pew, 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 pew. And I'm just like, what am I watching here? Orca. Like, wh- why did they bring Orca into the serious? He's like the comic relief of the show. And they fucking brought him in to air punch and go, if anybody touches me, I'm not going to let it happen. Uh, just insane moment. <laughs> Why Iana? Like, if only I had thought about that right. with my grandfather. I should have just been like, "Oh no, you don't!" <laughs> like, poked me, poked him in the eye, and ran away or something. Can you imagine? I just love Orca. It's like, no, Orca, that's not how it works. <laughs> There's power dynamics. <laughs> Then Shira says it's hard for a young person to admit they've been touched in a bad way. He-Man then says, if you've been touched that way, don't be ashamed to tell anyone, like your parents, your grandparents. I mean, obviously, I was like, uh, well, what if they're the that's ones not always a- applicable. Your doctor, your teacher. And then he says something that I found, found it very, very, very suspicious what he uh, excluded here. He said, your minister or your rabbi. <laughs> priest (laughs) (laughs) when you have said priest over minister like typically yes you said rabbi (laughs) minister and rabbi no priest i i did not say priest yeah it seemed very like deliberate deliberate exclusion then the final beat of the show orca comes back on and says right on Why did they feel the need, Rachel, to have comic relief in this PSA about bad touching? Why? What the, the punching? I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Also, just the optics of a grown, oily, muscly man in, oh, God. Uh, in his underwear telling you not to be afraid. With like a bob haircut. <laughs> Also, just the term bad touching. Did they say bad touching? Yes. That yes. Bad touching. So gross. Oh, my God. Bad touching. If you've been touched in a bad way. Uh, I have to say, the language in this PSA, please do not at me. It was a little horny daddy. <laughs> <laughs> there was an aspect to me. I was like, bad touching. <laughs> like, you just couldn't take it serious. I was like, who is this ad for? Like... Any kid who was really struggling would be like probably more mortified after seeing this ad. Like, oh my God. Right? Like, I can't, I mean, well, that's the thing is I feel like, yes, we do want children <laughs> to have, like, to know or at least hear from some adult figure that what, and, you know, that it's not okay. Right. right. Or you can come to me. Or you can come to me. Yeah. Or you can, or you can, or you should tell an adult that you trust. But I feel like, conveying that message with cartoons always seemed so absurd to me. Yes. I had a period where I was obsessed with children's books that had a serious subject matter for kids to read. And it's always like, 
I can't remember if I ever talked about this on the show, but my favorite one was an alcoholic bear. Yes, you have. <laughs> yeah. Like, so there's that one and there's ones about satanic panic. Right. Like the, like being molested in the preschool, but there was like a satan- satanic element to it. There's numerous books like that. I love that kind of thing. Yeah. Like not, I don't think they do any, I don't know if they do any good, but they're certainly kind of hilariously wrong. Just because right. it's like, what is happening here? Like, can we just talk to kids without making it a fucking bear? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I think as a kid, I I liked more real talk than like trying to make it like a kid thing, yeah, or something, right? So I don't know the statistics on if it works better, but personally. I liked more treat me like with respect, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, don't treat me like a fucking idiot. Yeah, so I don't know how these things work, but that was an insane ad. I don't think I ever saw it because it seemed it seemed like I was seeing it for the first time at least. Right. Uh, but yeah, that was a wild one. So yeah, that's my final PSA. <laughs> well, there's so many more. I just had to cut it off. Oh my God, there's so many. And I have gone down YouTube rabbit holes. Like literally I've spent hours before on YouTube watching PSAs from my childhood like that I hadn't seen in 20 years or something. Yeah. And just being like, oh my God, I can't believe they put this on TV. It's so creepy. Like, but what my favorite anti-drug PSA of all time. I'm sure I've talked about it on the show before, but it needs reiter. We need to talk about of it course. again. It's from 1998. It is uh, an anti-meth PSA. Ooh. And it has a song. And not many people remember this PSA, but my friend Billy, who I was in sober living with, when I got sober, we used to sing this to each, he remembered it and we would sing it to each other all the time. And here's how the song goes. <laughs> Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh, meth. Ooh, meth. <laughs> and it's acapella too. I don't sleep and I don't eat, but I got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, meth. Ooh, meth. Get these bugs all out of my face. <gasps> Something, something, da-da-da-da. Hurry up, no time to waste. Ooh, meth. Ooh, meth. And then it ends with a close-up of a toothbrush scratching, like, a thing that says meth. Ooh. Because she's been cleaning her bathroom with a toothbrush. I like how it starts off like it's a good thing, but then it gets more insane. Yeah, like, it starts off, you think it's, like, a laundry commercial. Yeah. But then by the end, the girl is, like, covered in sores and, like... um you know, seeing shadow people and stuff. Right. It was a very, I was like, this is a very accurate meth PSA. I didn't see that one. There was one I tried to get, but I couldn't find a video of it. So I didn't have enough information to recap it, but it was, um, it sounds kind of a similar idea, but it was with cocaine and it was called, it was called like work, like work cocaine. It was like about someone you work working. You work to do cocaine. You work he to was like work. a yeah. He was like a um, business guy, like a and he's in a white box or something. And he oh, do pac- you know the ad? Yes. This, okay. This like a businessman, and he's like pacing around like a white square room, and he's like, I gotta do more cocaine so I can do more work. I gotta work so I can afford more <laughs> cocaine. But I have to do more cocaine so I can go to work, and I have to work so I can afford more cocaine. And it just like. Okay, I couldn't find it, but yeah, that, that was a good like one. It. Yeah, I thought that one sounded good. Yeah, there were some some more insane ones from Canada I saw, but I figure we'll just save them for another Dude, time. Dude, the Canadians have some fucked up PSAs. They had a PSA for anti drug. I started it for like one second, and I it was like towards the end when I where I was coming over, and I was like, I can't even dive into this right now because within two seconds I was like, this is already the most insane thing I saw, and it was like those kind of puppets that look like they're carved out of potatoes <laughs> or like coconuts. Yeah. They have like the rough 
carved looking faces. Yeah. They're like, are like they have pantyhose covering the stuffing. Do you Ew. know what I'm talking about? Like, Ew, yeah. they're like so weird looking. I, I, I like started it for two seconds. I was like, I can't. I, I'm I'm already like I have enough. Like I can't start yeah. this one. It was crazy. But maybe if we do more PSAs that are like literally hundreds of them. So I tried to focus on drugs, but then obviously I had to include the He-Man one. <laughs> right, right. The, honestly, like the set, the most fucked up anti-drug PSA that there was in the 90s was this one. And it was about like, it was like just still photographs and this, a voiceover. And it was an anti-heroin one. And it was this guy, he was like, this was my friend Randy. Oh. This is heroin. Randy. Heroin. Randy, heroin. And then finally it shows like a gravestone, like after all these pictures get progressively more fucked up. And he goes, that was my friend Randy. Yeah. I feel like I remember that or things like that. And the guy was like actually like an actor. Oh yeah. He was like, he was like a, like a working actor. No, I remember that one. Yeah. Wait, weren't they all, they were showing different pictures of him. Throughout stages. Yeah. Throughout stages. I remember that one. Like for his first was like a nice headshot of him. Right. But then it was like, like that one was really effective. That's like a good ad. Yeah. It's also, you're dealing with someone who's actually been affected by it. Not just some actor. Yeah. That wasn't affected by it. I'm like, oh, that's like in, that's like based in reality. And he had a real loss. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was good. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, Yeah. So those are the PSAs. I love it, Desi. It's honestly <laughs> one of my favorite genres is anti-drug PSAs, PSAs in general. We'll post some on our Instagram when these episodes drop. Absolutely. So you can see some of them. We'll post some stills. <laughs> Maybe we can do the He-Man. The He-Man one is so funny. That is <laughs> deranged, Desi. Yeah, and like I said, these are all on YouTube, so you can look for them. Thank God whoever uploaded all of these throughout the years. I think there was like a big, weren't there like a bunch of nostalgia, like, Internet sites like Ebombs World or yeah. something. They used to play all these. They used to put all these old PSAs up. Right. Oh, we should do some videos from the early internet. Remember, like um, the period video. What? <laughs> there was like a video from the fifties where the girl gets her period. Oh, of course. Yeah. And there was like another one. There's like some just like these old, like um, what are they called? They're not PSAs. They're longer. Like these um, educational. But they're videos that went viral <clears throat> on the internet. Right, those old videos. Like we should do like an internet early days of the internet viral video type right. thing. Because like the farting preacher. Oh my god, was I one. love the farting preacher. <laughs> the farting preacher is so good. Yeah, there's just a bunch of those videos. I just remember certain sites always posted these PSAs and kind of nostalgia commercials and yeah. stuff like that, or even just the early days of YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. That's all I have. All right. Bye. Bye.